0: Love my fair share of harem anime and Megami no Cafe Terrace is taking the spot right now for me. And I can't wait to talk about this insanely crazy anime, but it also has a great story to it. Right after this intro, we'll see you back in a little bit, folks. Hey guys, welcome back to Senpai Speaks the Anime Podcast. I am your host, Mango Senpai. Hopefully, you guys are doing wonderful. Me, a little bit under the weather. Also, why I haven't been uh, focusing on talking too much—if you could hear it in my voice, it's kind of, it's kind of raspy right now. But I'm gonna do my best. Uh, most of my voice did come back, but if you hear slight coughing <coughs> like that, I'll be sure to cough away from the mic and not get anything like that on here. Your... Anyways, um, so here I'm anime. Um, I am very picky with my harem anime only because obviously the genre is a little bit, you know, you know, kind of too much, I think, in my taste. Um, the first one I've ever really seen was Tenchi Muyo and, uh, one one of the anime back in the day kind of just highlighted everything for me in the whole anime spectrum, one of very few. Obviously, I think it was on Toonami or something like that. Um, but I love the whole space sci-fi aspect of it, and the harem part kind of came later for me. But um, I want to say that that was one of the very few genres that, and Love Hina kind of like threw me into the whole harem genre. Yeah, that tells you about my age too. Anyways, um, recently I just finished watching the quintessential quintuplets movie. Uh, I think it was sometime last year, and. After the Quintessential Quintuplets movie, I I mean, not really any crazy harem romance comedy has really kind of struck me gold since then. That was like the thing. Um, the closest one that was harem comedy, wasn't really romance, is uh, em- uh, The Eminence of uh, Shadow, Eminence in Shadow that was really good that was a really good show a really great harem too but it it focuses more a lot on the isekai aspect of that show so and we'll get to that anime too because i love that anime so we'll talk about that in this season um probably in the next episode uh but uh megami no cafe terrace also known as the cafe terrace and its goddesses in english currently playing this season i'm currently watching on crunchyroll i don't know where you guys are watching it i don't know if you're Evie watching it, or watching on Crunchyroll, or watching it on some other site that I don't know of. Anyways, really good. I seriously didn't really think I'd find one that was spark my interest, because like I said, I'm very picky with, with my choices of harem anime. Uh, but this one takes the cake so far, and I think I might like it a little bit more than Quintessential. I don't know. <laughs> the girls are just... This is... there. I guess maybe because there's some more etchy in this, and when I don't have to go searching for an etchy anime that I could just watch and turn my brain off, this anime has all of it. Uh, Quintus and Quintuplets was a harem um, romance, but it was very light on the uh, etchy side, which was fine because the story was amazing still. Uh, but this one kind of has all of it. The story is great. Uh, the girls are, you know, they're all baddies. And, uh, you know, it, it has that... Uh, a little bit of etchy in it and I like it it's not crazy insanely etchy like uh redo of healer or anything like that but it's still like you know a pretty good amount of fan service uh but if that's not your thing sorry that's gonna you know we're gonna be talking about this anime right now there is a manga for it it's based off the manga I haven't read any of the manga but watching after watching the six episodes I might as well go and order a couple on uh Amazon or go to my local Barnes & Noble and see what I can pick up but um, let me tell you what it's about so if anyone like wants to know what this anime is about or the story is about it's basically about this boy named um, Hayato his grandmother passed away Uh, he's an 18 year old boy whose grandmother passed away he was uh, he's going to pristine University I forgot the name of the university but it's very high up there it's very reputable but as soon as his grandma passed away, he goes back and he decides to sell her, ca- her, her cafe business in order to make room for a parking lot business, which would actually attract more money. Uh, that said, the grandma kind of run the cafe to the ground. She was always in debt, owing money and all that stuff. But she had heart. She loved the cafe and she wanted to keep it open. That said, this is where all these five females come in. Um, she took them in. And basically treated them as family. Her motto is basically anyone who works or goes into the cafe is family. And so that's how this boy gets introduced to all these girls in his life. Um but he's no like stickler in the mud. He's not just like, you know, an ogler or like what's that guy's name in Tula Rue or high school DXD. He's not just some like dude that's a perv. I mean like he has pervy tendencies, but he obviously doesn't care about these girls in the first few episodes actually i think in all the six episodes he, he rarely showed any romantic interest on any of them if anything uh he just technically wants them out because he wants to sell that property but you know after grandma's death these girls didn't have nowhere else to go so they stayed in this cafe right um but after the first episode he realizes how much the cafe actually really meant to his grandmother so he decided He's going to give it, I believe it was a year to see how the cafe was doing. cause So he paid for his tuition for his first semester in college or whatever it was. But he's taking a, a break year for college just to see if he could actually make the cafe run a great business and have like assets and income come in. And see if he could scratch the whole parking lot idea and just see if he could run that with the part-timers the girls that are there so he's giving this place basically another fair shot because it meant so much to his grandmother and he didn't have a really good he he i wouldn't say he didn't have a bad reputation with his grandmother but he didn't have a really good reputation with his grandmother he was kind of just like that spoiled bratty kid that wanted this and that and you know he kind of all he cared about was money so he just wanted to make money and that's why he's also going to this pristine university but that said he had heart behind it the reason why he was acting all bratty and wanted all the money is because he wanted to be able to help out his grandmother succeed in the whole cafe business but obviously she you know clocked out and now it's up to him what he wants to do with the property so technically he's the new owner of the property um so that said he uh he decides to give the cafe a second shot with these girls as the uh, co-workers there to see if he can make a profit, turn to business, make a profit. And um, if it is successful, he's going to keep the business running. If it's not successful, he's going to go back to his original idea, tear the whole place down. The girls are going to have to move and um, they're going to have to uh, uh, find another place to live, I guess. And uh, he's gonna turn everything into he's gonna turn a whole lot into a parking parking lot area for better business because it's right next to the beach I believe if I remember if it was right next to the beach or not it's 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 a very convenient location let's just say that and um, with a lot of tourists so um, he thinks a parking lot would be a better business strategy that being said. Great story behind it, a very heartful story. Um, The first episode, these girls were basically trying to convince him to not tear down the place uh, because he was very much set on tearing down the place. Um, Honestly, the girls didn't really do much to convince him. At the end of the day, uh, he kind of remembered something about his grandmother and this one guy that came to look at the property to to help him turn it into a parking lot for contract reasons. Accidentally broke one of the signs on there and uh, it reminded him about his grandmother and what the sign meant to him. Uh, which is uh, it said familia, which is Spanish for family, and which is basically what the cafe is basically called. Um, he remembered that, and that's how he got that's how that's why he decided to give it a second shot. That said, he's very strict on the girls and he's not any, he's not. One for any shenanigans but these girls are always poking at him. what i like about it is that it's a lot this series i could see it as like if it was back then it was it would be kind of like a love hina kind of thing where it's a you know a bunch of people living in one house and trying to like coexist with each other it's kind of the same concept um also very similar to quint- quintessential quintuplets and you got your trope girls in this anime which I really love they all consider themselves family so let me I guess next we'll talk about each girl and uh what their passion is technically because they're all part timers it's not like they want to want to be cafe maids for you know the rest of their life they all got passions and stuff uh so we'll start with one of the main ones her name is um Bakuzawa Oka her passion is uh kind of like making dresses she kind of she goes she goes to a university and she wants to be able to design clothes and become like a costume designer for film I guess I assume or pageants or something she wants to be a costume designer when she grows up so she's going to the school for that she is I want to say she is like the Itsuki of the group I'm going to relate these girls because there's five girls in this right so I'm going to kind of just like relate them to each of the quintessential quintuplet girls right so Oka is kind of like the Itsuki She's hot-headed, very tsundere type, and doesn't take BS from Main Boy, uh, Hayato. Which is funny, cause Hayato kind of looks like a blue-haired like Hikigaya, which is funny. If you ever seen Ore uh, Oregairu, um, Main Boy Hayato looks like Hikigaya, which is funny, cause his name is Hayato, which was another character in Oregairu that was the complete opposite of Hikigaya. All right, and next is uh, Akane. Akane, she is kind of like the Ichika. Like, she has that older sister vibe, but I think she's one of the younger ones, actually. But she's got that very mature vibe. I love Akane. I want to say she's like my... Either my first or my second. I can't decide between her and Riho right now. But Akane is like the Ichika in Quintessential Quintuplets, the short-haired one. Uh, And she has the short hair. But she has that like Ichika wants to be an actress right she has goals for herself already that doesn't include school Akane she's similar in a way that she has a whole music career that she wants to pursue you know that's not involving school or anything but she has this I don't know a, I like her way better than Ichika honestly I, I didn't really care about Ichika as my you know as my favorite in Quintus, Quintus under Quintuplets but there's something about Akane I really love she's just subtly there and she has a huge impact with Main Boy like she taught him how to brew pretty decent coffee. She came up with the idea about baking cookies to raise more sales because of a recipe she had. <coughs> Sorry, this cough is crazy. Anyways, uh, she had she has a lot going on for her, and it's it's very subtle. And I I don't know. I kind of want her to win in in the whole relationship aspect, honestly. Uh, but she's probably like the least choice that people don't want with me boy honestly I like her a lot and then there's Riho which is I want to say she's kind of like the Miku not the Miku but she's the Nino of the group very uh spicy in a sense she's not afraid to kind of like wear her heart on her sleeves and say it as it is she's looking for affection with main boy uh, um and she kind of like reads him to see if she could actually trust him in a sense, so she has that certain awareness, kind of like what Nino had in the beginning of Quentin Central Quintel, It's Like she didn't trust um, Main Dude because she was worried about her sisters, kind of like her. She's she she doesn't know if he could re- she could really trust them. But then after a couple episodes, she's like on board. It kind of shows with Main Guy's character Hayato because he actually, even though he has a very strong personality and very like you know disciplinary personality, he is tr- he tries to get along with every single member because he knows he has to work with them. Which is why I like this story a lot, because it progresses really fast, but in a very grounded way, you know. But yeah, uh, Riho, definitely either first or second favorite next to Akane. Like her a lot. Um, And definitely the Nino of the group. Uh, Ami, she's like the youngest one of the group. And I love her a lot. She's like the sporty type, so she's like the Yotsuba. She does karate on the side. Uh, She wants to be a superhero after she graduates high school. I believe she's still in high school. She's the youngest one uh she's always protecting the other girls if uh she thinks that Hayato or anyone else is kind of like being a threat in a sense so when Hayato ends up in the, these like pervy situations that he doesn't mean to get himself in Ami is there to like beat the crap out of him basically and it's automatically his fault apparently uh, but she has a lot of comedic relief. I do love her character a lot more than Yotsuba compared to Quinten- Quinten- Quintuplets. Uh, yeah, a- Ami's a really great character. I love her design. I love her character. Uh, she's just a ditzy, dumb, but very athletic and powerful one. She does, and the funny thing is, lately I've been trying to get back into Street Fighter, getting ready for Street Fighter Six, right? And she does all these, like, Street Fighter moves. She does, like, Hadouken's and Shoryuken's, and one of the episodes she does, like, the uh, Tatsumaki Tempukya or whatever it was and I'm just like in the background and I'm just like wow she she had a whole she had a whole half episode about why she was acting all sad and it was because she tried to do a hadouken in a tournament and lost and her sensei basically was pissed at her and I'm like this is so stupid like obviously she's gonna feel down because she thinks she could do an actual hadouken so yeah she's just a huge comedic relief and I love her by the way the voice actors actresses for each of the characters is perfect. I love how they deliver their lines. It's amazing. And they just invoke so much characteristics in each of the, like, persona of these girls. It's it's amazing. Even Hayato's character. It's just perfect casting all around. So, I believe this is the oldest one. Her name is Shiragiku Ono. Um, she has a nickname, but I forgot what it was. I think it was Iku or something like that was her nickname or something. Shiragiku. So, Iku, I think, was her nickname. Uh, she's the short-haired, bob-haired one very timid and quiet I want to say she's the Miku of the group not only that well Miku obviously couldn't cook at all but she could cook Um, but she's kind of like the quiet Moe type you know which I love Miku a lot Uh, if I had to choose between the two I want to say Miku still I think top tier compared to Iku but Iku is basically the fan service slash Moe type and she's, she doesn't know that she's like a, a closet perf or kind of like an alcohol. Like when she gets one lick of liquor in her, even if she smells liquor, she goes like, you know, she comes, she becomes a baddie and she just, she becomes like a nympho. She, she wants to like have sex with main boy. I don't know why she's like that, but she, she's like that apparently. And all the other girls have to restrain her and it gets into funny situations, but but that's like the opposite characteristic of Miku, right? Like when she's not in alcoholic mode, she's the most quiet well spoken mannered type of the girl type girl. so she's very you know she she likes to present herself as professional, you know it's only when she becomes like a little bit buzzed is when she goes completely one eighty and becomes someone completely different, which is funny as heck, but yeah like consistency wise i wouldn't say miku had that and i kind of like miku a lot more than iku but though i would say those two are like the same as for hayato main dude he's definitely strict he's, he, he has that same persona as uh what's his name uh, was it marine i forgot um futaro futaro so he has the same energy as futaro but he's not as dense uh, I don't want to say he's as dense as Futuro. Like, F- Futaro was pretty dense throughout most of Quintuplets until, like, about, I want to say, when Nino kind of, like, started confessing to him, you know, and then he started to open up, uh, wondering about relationships with these other girls, but he has to also remain professional as a teacher. Early on, it's already six episodes in, and I, I, I think he already knows he's picking up vibes, but he's he's legit telling them no. He's like, I'm not interested Da, 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 you know i just want to make money that's all he cares about is money you know so he he has he has his head on his shoulders and he knows what he wants you know and but the thing is he's also a guy so when like opportunity comes up and like these girls are just teasing the hell out of him and he's like doesn't want to do he's kind of just like obviously if it's in your face he's gonna like do some dumb shit right but and that's exactly what he does you know episode six he bought a new laptop and a new phone after ami broke his previous one with her dumbbells right and then she breaks it again with her dumbbells so he gets hella pissed at her but then she starts like flaunting her breast in front of him and says you want to like touch him or whatever and he's so angry and so pissed, he's like don't even test me right now and he goes for him he starts groping her and then (laughs) like comedic moment like he throws ami on the bed and he just starts chasing this one other girl because she broke his phone with the other dumbbell and he gets upset with her and ami's like lying on the bed like what was the quote there was was a subtitle it was like ami grew up a little bit because she's you know she's like embarrassed now because he actually groped her and he didn't she didn't know he would actually do it 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 was like it was funny as heck anything with ami like it's just comedic relief um same thing with, like, Iku. It com- that comes to, like, sexual comedic relief. But, like, Ami is just straight comedy. Uh, I love her character so much. Um, that being said, she's... I want to say she's, like, my second favorite out of the five. Second <laughs> underneath Akane and Riho. Because Riho and Akane are just, like, tied right now. Um, Never really cared for Itsuki. I don't really care too much for Oka either. It's the same stereotype I've seen all the time. Iku you know she, she's like a miku you know miku is like the better version i think and i think that's all the girls and yeah so that that's pretty much the uh the characters of the show and like i said like voice casting wise they've picked a great great team to voice cast these characters they really gave them life and energy and it's just a great show so i mean if you if you want to watch like uh, a new romance uh harem comedy pick that up It it's funny i'm gonna look at i'm gonna find the manga and just start reading it because i want to know what happens right now they have the next episode it's gonna be about akane it looks like because she's gonna call from her mother and i'm like Sh- does her mother want to get her back home i assume that's what's gonna happen you know but i don't want her to leave because i like her a lot but we'll see um there was episodes that, I don't know, uh, that kind of just developed the characters so fast. Like, this this pacing of this anime is just so good. Like, I don't know if that's how it is in the manga also, but when they did the, the anime, like, storyboards, the pacing is amazing. Like, you get to know these girls quick, and um, you start to develop emotions for each of them. You know, uh, with quintessential quintuplets, there's some characters that I felt like never really got too developed. And in fact, kind of were underdeveloped. Um, Ichika being one of them, I believe she never really developed too much as a character. So I didn't really care for her. Yotsubo, I feel like she never really got any development until like near the very end. Because they kind of wanted to keep her a secret as she was going to be the main bride in the movie. But that's also why it's like Cap. You know, a lot of people are kind of upset that it was her. Because her development was kind of just like shoehorned in there near the end of like near the end of the series and toward the movie right even though they throw little hints in there right but you felt like the connection was a lot stronger with either nino or miku right so that that's why i felt like quintessential quintuplets versus this a lot of the characters in this have already grown on me even um iku like even though i feel like she's the most kind of basic one um you could kind of see that she's starting to develop already either as a romantic interest, probably all these girls are going to be developed as a romantic interest, but like you could see that she's developing herself as a character due to the fact that the grandson is there replacing the grandmother and how she kind of feels about it, you know, in the long run, you know, what, what is he to her now? Because she really took a passion to the grandmother. Like she taught her, how to cook certain foods and stuff she just wants to be able to either maintain or grow her relationship with Hayato it's only six episodes in I'm telling you like if you got time to kill just binge it because that's what I did I didn't think I would binge it I I, honestly I didn't even really get a, a chance when I saw it on Crunchyroll I was just passing oh it's another maid type anime you know the last maid anime was funny as hell which was uh Maid Wars, I Maid Wars or something like that. That was really good. But um, I felt like this was just something else. Like just your rando, like maid cafe slice of life story. But it ended up being this harem romantic, you know, comedy with maids. Which didn't even have to start up to being maids. They just happened to be maids because one of the main girls, Oka, designed the costume to be maids, you know, so there's already a story behind the maid outfit, like, that's insane, that's a lot of development, and and it's great, it's just a really great show, but anyways, that's my take on the whole series, Uh, go watch it for yourself, tell me if you like it or not, especially if you're into this type of stuff, Uh, like I said, I'm very picky with my uh harem anime but this one is definitely on the top of the books because it's just so good um i'm definitely picky with my ecchi anime too but usually with ecchi anime i only really just watch it just to turn my brain off honestly you know just i'm just watching for the fan service because why not but i don't consume a lot of it you know i rather watch anime for its story and and it's like animation you know those are the two big things the story and animation those are the big things that really get to me and this one has a lot of story. The animation is actually really good, um, and it just so happens to be in the category of ecchi and harem, which is the two categories that I don't really care too much about. But if it's good, I'm gonna cling onto it, like quintessential quintuplets. It's good, so I cling onto it. You know, it, it it's just it's that kind of anime. That's my view. That's my point. You could take it. You could not take it. You could like it, dislike it, whatever. Uh, but that's gonna wrap up this episode for today. I think next time we'll go back and revisit some of the anime of the past season. Like I said, we'll probably talk about um, Eminence of Shadow, which is I really like. <laughs> and now that's over, I could s- basically spoil the whole thing because if you haven't seen it already, I mean you're already missing out. So go watch Eminence of Shadow. Um, I also want to go back to some classics. So we'll also talk about in another episode probably Code Geass. One of my beloved anime and kind of like saved me from quitting anime. Actually, it's one of those animes that actually kept me going with anime. Uh, I'll tell you a whole story about that in one of the next episodes. And yeah, we're just going to have fun on these next few episodes and wrap up season three and then we'll go on to season four. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening, wonderful day, wonderful night, whatever it is. Hopefully you're not sick like me. Sorry, I keep coughing, but I'll do my best to get better, and hopefully upload a new episode without any of this annoying cough. Alright guys, you guys have a wonderful, lovely night and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!